You are listening to episode number 346 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Tony, are you an iPhone Max or an iPhone Mini kind of guy? Oh, dude, you're talking to Grandpa. I still have like an <laughs> iPhone 6. Okay. All right, hold on. Okay. Even even my mother has upgraded to an iPhone 8. All right, the the point I'm trying to, to make is, are you the kind of guy that likes your 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 phone to be small or do you like the larger option variations? You know... Before, I liked the smaller version. I, I thought that the uh, cell phones were starting to look like Pop-Tarts. Uh, <laughs> and now that I guess they've been around for a while, I've gotten acclimated to to the size of them. But, you know, I don't know how well I can really answer your question. Yeah, well, transition to um, <laughs> I ended up getting the iPhone mini uh, today. And it's sizably different. It is from uh, the one that Karen's got, which is just a standard Pro. And I'm, I'm one of those people that I, I, I want everything fitting in my hand. I don't, I don't like using two. It, it, it's, I liked, I liked the iPhone best when it was at its smallest. He, he mm. liked the fact that he could just hold it and touch everything, everything. on the phone with his thumb. With, yep. Like he, he didn't have to I switch and get a finger or anything. And even the, um, so the Pro, which I got. Um, is the same size as the last version of the Pro. So it's not huge. It's not the Max. It's not the right. gigantic, looks like you're carrying a tablet in your hand kind of thing. Right. But um, yeah, Mark went with the smaller version and it's noticeably, it's actually probably about the size of a six. Probably. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I, I apologize. I just double checked. I have an iPhone seven. I had to upgrade from the six to the seven because my six just like completely conked out on me, but I've only had this iPhone seven uh, for probably a year at this point in time. And I know that that is, that is quite dated for being a cell phone. You know, what's flooring me is the fact that the flip phones are coming back. Have you seen the commercial yes, for that? I, the yeah. galaxy. Yeah. I'm not sure I mean, what I think is, about that. I, I listen. I will concede that I like how thin the flip phone is, and when it opens up, it looks like it's going to be the traditional sort of phone that we're yeah. most accustomed to these days. But all I assume is that this is for a bunch of what? What's the as if 
as if um, millennials aren't obnoxious enough, what's the even more terrible generation after them? Gen Z, I think they're called. I think so. Uh, oh, I think weird. they missed out on when we could have, you know, legitimate flip, phone. flip phones. <laughs> right. And so this is, they're, they're, it's just hearkening back to oh, that we day. Had, is, is, we had the Razor. I loved the Razor when oh, we got it. That was yes. the coolest phone ever until, yes, you know, I will give you that. iPhones came out. I will give you that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Tony. I'm Grandpa Simpson. And as always, we start Wait, with Random I'm not, Vegas. I'm not Tony. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. It's going to be a okay. fun show, kids. We'll edit that out. That's, no, we won't. That, that was, uh, <laughs> he's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Grandpa Simpson. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. <laughs> Casino dealers refer to their tips as tokes. The origin of the name is unclear, but most likely a shortening of the word token, as in token of appreciation. Well, that makes sense. Is, is that? Did you have any any history being being a, a frontline guy? Uh, no, I think that um, I think that we, I, you know, I. Let's be honest. Blackjack dealers make shit up on the fly all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think one of <laughs> one of my coworkers once said it's based on the sound that the uh, that the that chip. the chip makes when you kind of wrap it on the box before you drop it down. Right. That kind of whack whack sound. Yeah. But uh, but no, I, I this this certainly makes much more sense. <laughs> and next up, beautiful, beautiful picture. Talk about this week's twit pick of the week. As if Vegas Vicky wasn't cool enough, at Lori Rogers 702 captured not only Vicky in all her splendor, but her neon reflection on the wall she's affixed to. To dispel any rumors, this is the actual Vicky that used to be on Fremont Street, fully refurbished and back to working order for the first time in 40 years. Circa did a lot of things right, and this may be one of the best. So I have to assume you guys have now seen it in person a couple times. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's, well, she's it, huge and she's gorgeous. Yeah. I was just going to say, t- kind of do help me be there. T- talk to me about her grandeur. Does her does her leg kick? It does kick. She's having from time some, to time. Yeah. It's supposed to kick all the time. She's she's having some technical difficulties. So we did learn, though, that they had a, they had to add a 700 pound weight into her leg in order to get her to kick properly. Like, so, so here's the thing. We, we had a chance to talk to somebody last week who basically said the original plan was to just tear the old sign down and build a new Vicky because it was going to be cheaper. And fortunately, there was somebody within the organization that said, yeah, but consider the history, consider what we're doing. So they did. They worked directly with Yesco and refurbished her completely they had to replace a few panels because she i mean she'd been outside and and she was in a little bit of rough shape she'd been ignored for a while but uh no she's she's big and she's beautiful and it's she's literally three stories tall and i i didn't get it i heard she was going to be i think i i had thought i'd heard in the lobby which is not where she's at she's in she is when you think about well i guess it is the back end of the lobby yeah they right it will be so once you um, once they've opened the hotel tower to guests and you kind of walk into check in, right behind that is the, the lounge. That's Vicky's lounge, and she's behind that. But she goes up to the second floor and all the way down to the basement. I mean, she's huge. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it's huh. she covers three stories. Uh, I can't wait to see it in person. I know, it's pretty cool. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. Well, news like this is disappointing, but doesn't totally surprise me. Sounds like uh, Circus Circus Buffet is closing. Yes, the buffet at Circus Circus has been shut down since the COVID closure way back in March. It was previously believed to be reopening December 31st. However, newly filed paperwork indicates that the buffet space originally rumored via Vital Vegas and confirmed this week by Eater Vegas will be will be renovated into a food court. Those tasked with the estimated $2.5 million renovation are feel-good brands, the same people who already run Krispy Kreme and Annie Ann's Pretzel on property. Feel-good brands are also responsible for running the Excalibur Food Court, so expect to see future tenants like Popeye's Chicken, Pickup Sticks, and or Schlotzky's Deli. I don't, I don't uh, mind. Th- this seems right on brand with Circus yeah. Circus. Yeah. It's like, if you can't have the buffet that everybody expects, give them food court. Honestly, I think for Circus Circus, the, this is probably a better probably idea. An upgrade. Than a, yeah. An upgrade. I've yeah. never been to the Circus Circus buffet, right. so I can't really judge. But I would imagine a food court with some of these I recognizable it's, it's, brands it's like is the, probably better. I imagine it's like the one that Cousin Eddie took Clark to. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Smart. Yes. Yeah, it's exactly. I was going to. I was, I, I, if somebody else, if someone else didn't say, I was going to be like, mm, I'll have some of the blue and some of the yellow. <laughs> right. And, and, and don't, don't be stingy. Don't get stingy on me, right. me now. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Oh, my God. I love that movie. Next up, the downtown archway. Vital Vegas reports that testing on the new downtown Las Vegas archway has begun. Good news. It does much more than just sit there. The archways light up and together create something of a light show. For those of you interested in checking it out, a link to a video can be found on the blog. The downtown arch costs $6.5 million and has been under construction since March. You can really see where that money went to once you watch the the demo of it. Like, oh, I get what you're doing. I am just waiting for the first time somebody runs into one of the legs. (laughs) (laughs) Mesmerized by it. Seriously, you've got all this traffic going on down there. And, you know, this it's literally going right over Las Vegas Boulevard. Like somebody's going to run into it. It does look like it's really distracting. Yeah. If I'm if I'm honest, it does look like like more than. The fabulous Las Vegas sign. Oh, absolutely. More more than, than you looking at that. Because it crisscrosses you're like, oh, over wow, the roadway and has a little thing hanging down right over the top. So, of course, you're going to be watching it and go, oh, whoop, bang. There's going to be accidents Especially underneath it. Yeah, if it's dancing. Right. <laughs> I mean, it looks really, it, it does look cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like it. I don't know if the location is the best spot for it, but whatever. So, good question, Karen. Where is it approximately in? So, if I I have a general idea in my mind's eye where like the um, oh the the that knickknack uh gift shop is right at the corner of Sahara. The world's and largest gift store. Gift yeah, shop? yeah, 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 yeah. Where where is it in relation to say that? It's right. It's right next to Stratosphere. It's yeah. It's, it's north right of that. Next to it. It's right oh, next to Stratosphere. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. All right. Oh, so it's. I mean, that would, 
if you think about it, where it's located, so it's it's right next to Stratosphere, and then just past Stratosphere is where Las Vegas Boulevard splits to Main Street right. and Las Vegas Boulevard, where the new, like the showgirls with the dice and the chips and stuff mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's right before that. That's really cool that they're putting so much money into that into that area. I really hope that that area then immediately right after where it splits uh, see some some revitalization. Well, and that's the thing that once it splits to the left is when you get into the arts district. So Main Street that way has had a lot done to it. Las Vegas Boulevard on the on the other side, it, it, not so much. They're starting nice. now. They're taking all those motels, and I think one of them is going to be an IHOP now. But you see what yeah, I mean? Like that's what, not, what they're developing. They're making it safer, I guess, but yeah, not sure. necessarily. That is, that is what it is. Interesting. What, what, yes, you're you're right. All they're doing is attracting the people who are staying at Stratosphere and Sahara, and mm-hmm. giving those people options. Right. They, they're not expanding the market they're not growing versus the arts district is adding more interesting things i think so and totally cool though i mean at the end of the day when you're really and i'm when i say you're really only i'm talking kind of the arts district when you're really only one block over from a very relatively scary area of north strip even just you know cleaning it up to put in an IHOP instead of a no-tell motel is is well worth it, I would think, and it would serve the arts district well. Just because people may not necessarily want to be only one block away. I know I, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast before, but I know I've shared it with you guys. When my parents uh, came out for my wedding, uh, which was in 2011, they hadn't been to Vegas in probably... 40, 45 years. Oh, Jesus. And so, right? But here's, but and that's the thing about it too, Karen, is, is that when I was growing up, they always said they were going, we we're going to go to Las Vegas, we we're going to go on vacation, and we we're going to stay at Circus Circus because they had this very cool casino that had all these games yeah. for kids. So I would have stuff to do all day, every day that we were out there. And, for, and I, I'm not kidding, Karen, my entire childhood growing up, my parents kept talking Teasing about how we're going to stay. <laughs> right, because remember, when I was born in 1977, Circus Circus was still kind of a, you know. Right. Oh, yeah, no, Mark's, Mark's grandparents used to go out all the time, and they always went to Circus Circus. Yep. Absolutely. And they came back but, with so many stories about it. Yeah, no, their, their whole family, like Circus Circus was where they went. Well, the problem is my parents didn't appreciate that in 2011, Circus Circus wasn't what it was back <laughs> in, say, 1977. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Apparently, my parents exited out of the back of Circus Circus instead of the front of Circus Circus. Oh, so oh Industrial no. Road. Industrial and Drive? Yeah, they were yeah, walking no. down Industrial Road trying to figure out a way to get back to the Strip. Oh. I still am surprised my parents lived through that but yeah. at any rate that's neither here nor there other than just I'm, I'm very excited that, that north uh, the north strip's getting cleaned up alright speaking of something else uh, that's coming back online talk to us about the Rio reopening Caesars Entertainment announced that they will reopen Rio December 22nd however the hotel will only be open Thursday through Monday in addition to the casino and hotel opening Penn and Teller will also reopen with the property no Chippendales and no Carnival World Buffet in fact, for food, Rio will be limited to the All-American Bar and Grill, Hash House of Go-Go, Voodoo Steak, and the Sports Deli. I didn't realize they had a Hash House of Go-Go in Rio. 
Yeah, I, and I, the only reason I can speak to that is I saw it. I think it's an add-on. It wasn't when we were there. I last. would say it's been a long time since I've been in Rio. Yeah, I, I went there just to take pictures and check so it out. So one thing that surprises me is that they're doing limited days at Rio, which to me is going to give them a very limited audience. Like somebody coming into town and just say, all right, I'm coming into town and I'll come in on Friday and I have to leave on Monday no matter what. Like it just, I don't know. I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad it's real. I'm surprised it's reopening. I'm glad it's reopening, but it just seems to me the limited days are going to be a detriment. Like folks aren't going to pick it as the place they want to stay. Yeah, that would make sense if they're if they're staying for like a week, because then what's the point? You're going to be there for I mean, unless unless they they aren't like you where they're like, yeah, I don't mind getting up and moving and going somewhere else. (laughs) I hate that. Uh, It has been years and years and years since my wife and I have been uh, have stayed at the Rio. But the last time we stayed there, uh, the reason why it became the last time we stayed there was because it was overrun um, by, if I may be so bold as to say this, um, California 21-year-old douchebags. So really? I think the Rio? Your, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I, I think it's, I think it's super inexpensive. Um, I think that it um, is, is perfect for if they're, if they're looking to bring in the 21, 22, 23-year-old California crowd, they are going to come in on a Thursday. They're going to stay, you know, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday come home on Sunday or Monday. Hmm. I, I just, and I suspect, I suspect the, that that may be their, their to Tony's idea. This might draw some of the, the crap that's like fucking up the strip right now off strip to the Rio. That would be a good thing. Oh, you're right. I could take that it, on the weekends. It, it would be the cheapest option. Yeah. Uh, In the Caesars we, portfolio. Yeah. And that's, that's what they'd be snagging. Yeah. Wow. I'd be okay with that. Right. Yeah. I'll let them <laughs> get the overflow. And finally, COVID tourist infection. Since reopening, it has been reported that Nevada has had 700 visitors test positive for COVID after visiting based on state reportings from Arizona, California, and Ohio. During that same time, 5.7 million people visited Las Vegas, making the visitor infection rate 0.012%. That last part wasn't covered by the RJ article. I simply just did some math and uh, identified that the news wasn't bad news. So here's my only thing. I get why California would report this. I get why Arizona would report this. But then the third state that's reporting is Ohio. (laughs) Hey, guys. They're gamblers. I know. (laughs) I mean, nobody else is reporting, hey, we went to Vegas and, and got... I mean, I think the number is probably a little bit higher. I don't think sure. it's it's higher to, to the point where it's like, oh, it's, shit, don't go to Vegas. It doesn't even make a, yeah. a tenth of a percent. But I just find it funny that it's California. Okay, Arizona. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Ohio. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but no, that is that is that is good news. And I it's I, Vegas is not the super spreader that I think everyone had feared it no. was going to be when it reopened. Although you guys are boots on the ground. What's going on? I, I, I've just seen just because I, I, I follow the RJ on, on Facebook. Um, I've seen some articles pop up that says that the governor said he's looking to potentially take some drastic action. Have you guys yeah. paid any attention to this? It's yeah, yeah, it's, it's possible. I mean, there, so, so he said this week that, you know, the number of cases are on the rise. The number of deaths are not. I think there's a slight uptick in hospitalizations. 
And basically he said, if we can't get the number of cases under control in the next two weeks, that he may have to do something drastic. So again, it's important to note the number of identified cases are up. Yes. I think the number of hospitalizations are slightly up. We're, I, I don't think our hospital system is close to being overrun, and the number of deaths have, have excuse me, stayed consistent. It seems like I should, no, we're not going to go down this road. It just, yeah, we're not going to talk COVID because then we're going to we're going to get <laughs> annoyed and. Well, you'll get annoyed. I will just say that a lot of I think a lot of the locals are deciding in the next two weeks to kind of go easy. I mean, it makes it hard, right? Because the restaurants are open, and yet they're not so subtly telling us you know, stay home for the next two weeks to not make this work. And the restaurants are kind of like, what the fuck? What about us? So it's, it's a little bit of a mixed message, but I think, um, it's, it's funny. A guy that I work with was like, this is when I'm hoping and praying that our state is as corrupt as everyone says it is and the casinos actually run everything because then there's no way in hell it'll shut it all down again. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't think that's the way it works, but okay, we'll right. see. Although I, I will say, in all honesty, Karen and I were talking about this, after we reopened, like the weird thing, after after it kind of said, all right, all right, we're open again, we're open. And, and then, you know, weeks go by. It was kind of like, you start looking around and you're like, why, why are you people here? It's, it's, there's a, there's a <laughs> pandemic going on. Why are you here? Why did you come to Jesus? You, you might have a problem. <laughs> That's right. I love it. I love the, my, that problem. I'm okay with it. <laughs> At the same time though, it, if I, I was thinking about this the other day, I would love to get away and go someplace. I really would. Yeah. It's just, I don't know where I would want to go. I I have said it once and I'll say it a thousand times. The the uh, to find the silver lining of of having COVID is you can go not, anywhere you want yeah, to. <laughs> yeah, is not having that fear. You know, because we're talking. I mean, it's listen. It's Thanksgiving that's rolling around and people are starting to try to figure out what they should be doing in Michigan. Um, I guess our our infection rate and hospitalization is just. The exact words were, it's out of control by the doctor that's that's the the Michigan doctor that's kind of running the COVID right. um, science piece of it. And, um, you know, we're trying to figure out what to do about Thanksgiving on whether we just all do a Zoom yeah. Thanksgiving this year. But Jen and I are already looking at flights for Las Vegas for Christmas. So <laughs> I, I, if, I, if I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. If you knew you could contract COVID without dying from it... I'd be telling you to go lick all of the door handles because it's it's just <laughs> such a peace of mind uh, to be able. I mean, we, like I said, I've said it a thousand times. I'll move on, but I we still wear masks just to be respectful, and um, you know we don't want the little chicky that's making minimum wage ringing us up at at the local grocery store to to have to wonder whether I'm going to be the reason she dies or so to be the one the yelling at you saying you need to put the mask yeah. on when it's right. yeah right right. It's just not worth it. My wife said she saw a woman at our local grocery store wearing a a shirt that said I survived COVID so I don't have to wear a mask and sure as shit the woman was walking around without a mask on. Oh, jeez. Uh, right? Like just... You're Which just, you don't know if she actually did or she's just wearing the shirt. I, I know, exactly. right? Like, yeah. Oh, oh. I, I didn't realize that if it were on a shirt it were a fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and, and to your uh, point... If that's like, the case, I've been making a lot of promises that I can't, <laughs> I can't come through on. But to your point, Tony, like my mom asked me a month ago, uh, it's typically I would go back to Michigan for Thanksgiving and 
This year she's like, that's you know. That's not tip. Don't know. That's not typical. This would have been the first time. That's not true. That's no. No, that no, no. I'm not, no, 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 no. At least the last since since Grandma moved in with Mom, I have gone to Michigan for Thanksgiving. Okay, then then you've you've done it once maybe. Because, try, try because three times. The, no, because yes. the idea of it, like when they brought it up, I was like, no, hold, you know, you're not leaving. No, we did. I did that the last two years we lived in Memphis. And the first year that we were here, the first year that we were here, I went back to Michigan to see mom. I don't recall this. Of course you don't. <laughs> and, I don't and I don't like it. That's, well, in that case, why don't we move into prop bets? Good idea. And for those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Plaza is opening its Comedy Works Club on November 20th. Its first featured comedian is Nick DiPaolo. And I guess he was with The Sopranos, but I had to do a Google search to figure out who this guy was. <laughs> he was with The Sopranos? I mean, I've heard I, of Nick DiPaolo. I didn't know he was on The Sopranos. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Maybe he did like one episode. Probably. Aria has been fined $12,617, not to be exact, for complying <laughs> for not complying with COVID health and safety measures, specifically a, quote, lack of social distancing at point-of-sale terminals used by employees, unquote. Aria doesn't believe they've done anything wrong and have 30 days to dispute the charge. <laughs> what? How do you... Okay, so employees are supposed to social distance? Yeah. I mean, as part of their whole, you know, COVID, so, what, so if you have bartenders standing behind the bar and there's a point of sale yeah, they system, gotta, they got to wait. Yeah, they got to wait six feet behind. The waitresses, yeah, that's that bullshit. It, it, it does seem very difficult to do, particularly when you think about take the long bar is a perfect or, or even, actually let me go with a better example. Let's go upstairs of the D and you're at either the Canadian bar or even that great, um, you know, that great bar that's right there at you the top bar. of the escalators. Yeah. yeah, 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 you bar. I mean, it's, how do you fit two bartenders behind that bar? Well, apparently you can't cross each other. So they almost have to have two completely different bars set up. So one bartender exactly. stays on this side and one stays on that side. But yeah. if they only have one point of sale system, uh, you know, it better be but right I mean, in the middle. They all said that they were going to do these things. Like this is well, part of their, you know, proposition for like, hey, here's how we're going to safely do. Right. So they're the ones that, that put this forward and then got got approved and then they, they didn't follow it. But yeah. Venetian will have holiday entertainment this year starting November 27th through December 27th featuring a quote stellar cast of Broadway stars and American Idol finalists. Tickets start at $70. Yeah, I don't know what that No means. offense, for $70, I'm not walking into a holiday show with people I don't know. <laughs> right. Because you can say and Broadway I, star and you can think of Christian Chenoweth or a lot of other people, but... I like how you name drop one name. Yeah, that's the only one I can think of. Adina Menzel. Right. Uh, but Collective yeah, no, I actually did go to the uh, the Venetian website to see who exactly the stellar cast of Broadway stars and American Idol finalists were. Yeah. They are literally nobodies. <laughs> <laughs> literally nobodies. So uh, that seventy dollar uh, ticket charge is about seventy five dollars too much. <laughs> uh, in news that twenty twenty was truly the final straw, PokerNews.com reports that the poker rooms at Mirage. Excalibur and Mandalay Bay have been closed permanently. This after they declared them temporarily shut down and under continual reevaluation. 
That's just disappointing. Yeah, it's sad because it's when you think about how much poker is still a thing, you know, with the World Series of Poker, it's it's not what it used to be, but it's still a huge thing. It's sad to hear that it's not a part of those. And I mean, what I'll be interested in is what they do with the room because like Mirage Mar- right. has a poker room, um, ha- had a nice poker room that yeah, they just finished refurbishing. Nice. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be interested to see what they do with that space. I'm bummed of all the places uh, that's closing is Mirage because that was where the very first <laughs> Vegas vacation had a uh, poker event. Yeah, we did. Yep. And we haven't had one since. <laughs> nope. That's yeah, it, yeah, that didn't work the way we wanted it to. We thought it was going to be a lot Fun of Fun and loud and rowdy. Yeah, talking And everybody shit got to each really other. serious. Yeah, right. got quiet. And they were like, yeah. oh, everyone is now is looking at each other suspiciously. And <laughs> People were feeling like there was a fucking bracelet involved. <laughs> there was some hardcore gamblers on that thing. It wasn't nearly as much fun as no, I was hoping. No, it wasn't. Right. <laughs> oh, this one's good. Bloomberg is reporting that MGM Growth Properties is entertaining the idea of acquiring the Venetian Palazzo and the Las Vegas Sands Convention Center if they are able to find the right partner to operate it. In my mind, this means they don't know anybody that can successfully operate a casino convention space. Right. They, they don't employ anyone. Right. <laughs> so MGM Growth Properties doesn't know anyone that can successfully operate a casino convention center. Right. Damn, Karen, that was spot on. Yeah. I, I, the first time I saw this, I was like, what? Seriously? If you can find the right partner? Apparently, you don't have the right partner running yours now. That's awesome. Very astute. Sorry, that one irks me. No way. That was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. Starting November 9th, Park MGM will close its hotel during the week, Monday through Thursday. The casino, restaurants, and other amenities will remain open. You know, I can get behind this. I get I get that the demand may not be there per se for the hotel rooms, but keeping your your casino, your restaurant, and your other amenities open, I think that's a smart play. Yeah, I I completely agree. Local ice cream shop, Gus Dean's Ice Cream, now has a presence on the Strip. It will be at the Venetian opposite Prime Burger in the Grand Canal shops. Gus also has a location in Pawn Plaza. El Cortez has changed out their carpet after 13 years. For those of you with an attachment to it, Battleborn Pins has a pin commemorating the El Cortez old carpet. I didn't know this was a thing, but I didn't apparently either. people are really fond of that carpet. And they can get a discount on Battleborn Pins, right? If they use code uh, 360. 360. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I didn't know it either, but apparently folks are very, off or something. very upset about the carpet being changed out. Yes. <laughs> and they were talking about people trying to get like the, chunks of it or the something. The funny thing was like, I think I saw before and after pictures on Twitter. I couldn't tell which one was the old one and which one was the new one. <laughs> I felt kind of bad. I'm like, which which one is it? I'm sure it has to make the place smell better, but yeah, yeah. because it can't be said any better. At Las Vegas locally, reports that quote, Win has a new robot dog that walks around the property dancing and scaring small children. <laughs> oh my God, Tony, did you see this? I have seen it. That is yes. that is frightening. Yes, it is. Like I thought, I thought. The giant Popeye was a weird thing yes. to have in there. But that's I'm weird. like, whatever, the guy's a billionaire, and if that's what he wants to do. This is, this is scary. Oh, no, if this thing walked up to me, I'd be kicking at it going, get away, get right, away. I know, right? I'm a dog person. Get this thing away Yeah, from me. that's not a dog. <laughs> there is nothing about that thing that's a dog. It's, it's just creepy. Yeah. 
Eater Vegas reports that downtown Fremont East Eatery, Flock and Fowl, will close on November 22nd after three years in operation. Good news, the owners plan to open up with a new concept in the same location. We thought that was a really cool idea. I mean, well, just, I mean, it's disappointing that they're closing, but I love the idea that that their business is sound. That's not why they're closing. They're closing because they're done with this concept and they want to do another one. Yeah, and I'm I'm disappointed because I haven't been there yet, so I'm hoping that I can get there before they close because I've heard so many good things about it. But I, I am glad that, again, if it's the same owners and they're just like, yeah, we're tired of doing this, we want to do something else, okay, fine, I get yeah. that. And I'm sure during the pandemic shutdown, they were bored and working on new things. So I'm right. sure they've yeah. already got something in the works, but... Yeah, I'm hoping to get there before they close. Vital Vegas reports that the Adventure Dome at Circus Circus is getting a new $1.5 million attraction. It's called Nebulas, and it's a spinny ride of sorts. Okay, so number one, I can't believe that what's-his-name is spending money on a new ride. (laughs) Um, And number two, if it's spinny, there's no way in hell I'm going to go try this thing. It It does this. Oh, People can't see that's that. That's good but for yeah. podcast. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I can't. Me and spinny rides don't get along anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I used to One love them notes. when I was a kid. The older you get, not yeah, so Oh, much. yeah, no way. Uh-uh. One of the notes that I have here um, in, on my script here is always a good idea for a town built on getting its customers drunk <laughs> to build spinny rides. <laughs> but it's supposed to be a kid's thing. It's the Adventure Dome, yeah, right? Sure. These are for kids. <laughs> <laughs> Perwin's website, SW Steakhouse, is currently closed, quote, due to unforeseen circumstances. No word when it will reopen or how long the circumstances are anticipated to impact operations. COVID. I'm guessing they had a breakout of some kind. I'm guessing the same. Because didn't they just reopen the, um, isn't that lake show with the frog? You can see that from SW, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, A juvenile was arrested for the four-person shooting Saturday at Circus Circus Adventure Dome. <laughs> he, he was on the spinny thing, and he's, <laughs> he was shooting at the one guy, but then just spun around. He just kept hitting me. If oh, only. Right. Uh, all four uh, of the victims were sent to the hospital and were listed in stable condition. The, this is how young this kid is. Uh-oh. They, no, they haven't said anything about him, not his well, name, just, not where he's... Ju- no, but I just mean... Just a juvenile in general. They, that, but, so, so, be so normally, no, normally they say he was a teenager and he could be 18, 19 year, years old. This is a kid that got involved in a brawl in a casino. Granted, it's, it's the Adventure Dome. I get that. And shot four people. Yeah. How, number one, how the, how the hell does a teenager come in with a gun and then shoots four people? Because he got mad that he was probably losing a fight. Karen, do we have to watch Boys in the Hood again? No. No. <laughs> okay. We don't have to. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. And finally, recent awesome. opening news. Sapphire, the world's largest gentleman's club, has reopened. And so has Bally's Extravaganza Show. And Good Pie Pizza is reopening at Pond Plaza December 1st. Those three don't seem to be linked together, but they, they, know, could right? you, they could if you did pauses properly. 
Uh, no, because even should. then, if I you want me to read it again the way you have no, it written, no, it wouldn't work. No, um, I'm work. surprised <laughs> that Sapphires is opening. I haven't heard of other. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of them. Oh, they are they really? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, good for them. They can't. They, I mean, obviously, they they're different experiences now. Strippers I think wearing masks. I think they're. Go- They've got more on their face than they do on other parts <laughs> of their body. Right. <laughs> than they do on their good pie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. All right, so this week we're doing a 360 FHE. This is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share the experience with you. This week, you went out and explored Barry's Downtown Prime. Tell us about your first-hand experience. So Barry's is located under Vegas Vicky. It's a small escalator ride down the stairs. Um, when we say there's three stories to, uh, to Circa, uh, what we mean is this, it's almost like a, like a half story or something. No, I, I guess that's wrong. No, never mind that. <laughs> we went with Vital Vegas. And Karen, what did you think of Barry's Downtown Prime? So the space is really cool. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's in the basement, so it's very dark, but that's kind of typical of a ste- steakhouse. Right. But the space makes me think that they were almost designing it with a post-COVID world inside. Oh, yeah. Because it's very segmented. Mm-hmm. Um, they have different rooms, if you will. And even within the rooms, everything, it's not like set up with tables and chairs. Everything is a booth and it's a big booth, um, like along the back wall that they're, they're high. Like they, they go, I don't know, eight feet high, like the booth walls do. Mm -hmm. So you're very much enclosed kind of in your own little space. Um, and I, we, I it didn't reminded me of Andiamo's, just to give people a point of reference. Oh no, it's no offense. No, 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 it's no, cooler. I mean, I mean, the booths reminded like like a lot of the space, the way they. It, I don't know. That's what it reminded okay. me of. It's just it was a really cool space. I think in general, because we were there, not even a week after they opened, I think they were still working on some service issues. But the food in general, I mean, the wait staff was incredibly friendly, and everybody was nice. And the food was really good. I will say that. But I think that they were still working out some service is- issues. So, like, for example, I had ordered a refill of my glass of wine, and it just never showed up. <laughs> you know, Karen, I had, I, Karen has a complaint. She didn't get her booze fast enough. Well, no, it wasn't even fast enough. It just Legit. didn't show up. No, the first... Um, excuse me, sir. I asked for alcohol. The, the first glass of wine that I got came out very quickly, and it was delicious. <laughs> they have one of my favorite brands of wine, so I was happy to see that, and I ordered that. And that was finished, and we were, you know, a little more than halfway through the meal, so I asked for another glass of wine, and they're like, no problem. Excuse me, sir, this is empty. (laughs) (laughs) Was it what it was? I would have just thrown my empty glass towards the bar area. (laughs) That's all. You don't have to do it one time. They'll they'll pick up on what you're needing. But, (laughs) But no, so we were basically done eating and waiting to decide on dessert, and I still hadn't gotten my glass of wine. And so he came back again and I was like, look, I had ordered one. And he was like, oh my God, yes. And I, did, I couldn't even get out like, you know, we're going to be done. Don't worry about it. He was just like, nope, no problem. And he ran it and it came out right away. But it was just one of those things where it's like, 
if somebody orders a refill on alcohol, it kind of seems like it should be a first priority because you make well, a boatload of money off yeah. of it. Well, and they and then they like another example is they gave us the wrong check when they, they first did. started. Yeah, and I'm like, I've been coming to Vegas. It, it, well, I've been coming to Vegas. I live here fucking now, <laughs> um, <laughs> but. We've been doing this for a long time, and I've never had that happen before. Oh, I have. In I, Vegas? Yes. I've been someplace in Vegas, and they brought us the wrong check. Oh. I forget where it was. I wish I could remember now, but no, I've was had it Was it happen. cheaper than yours? That's, I, I usually just don't uh, say the, anything. The funny thing was, it, ours was cheaper by like $2. <laughs> I mean, it was literally, but you started looking at the, uh, uh, the, the receipt, and because of course, we actually went with Vital Vegas with Scott, and... Yeah. He always loves to take pictures of the receipt, and especially he's looking for his little 69 number or whatever he gets. But he started looking at the receipt, and I'm looking over it going, we didn't order that, and we didn't order that. And, you know, you pull it up, and you're like, okay, this is not our table. But it was within two bucks. So yeah. it, it wouldn't have been a big deal one way or the other, except it wasn't actually sure. ours. Right. Sure. Hey, did they, uh, Karen, did they end up charging you for that second glass of wine? They did. Actually, oh, no. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Okay. I'll correct that. They okay. did not. That's that's quality customer service right there. Oh yeah. They, because I know what you were gonna say was, never mind. I just don't need the 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 wine at this point. You know, right. usually you want to enjoy your wine while you're eating, say your main course, which is typically a steak. Right. Um. But that is so. If if you finish it and they don't bring it to you, you don't really need or want that glass of wine. But that's that's uh quality right there where they go. So you, you know, know what? I'll have wine with Zara? my dessert, so it's okay. It's wine can be my dessert. <laughs> it's all right with me. <laughs> I think their dessert was mediocre, wasn't it? The creme brulee? No, the the creme brulee was good, but it was the um it was the same issue we had with the steak. The sugar that was on top of the creme brulee oh, it was, it was, was burnt. Yeah. So that was so our steaks we, we get ours medium well. And, and they right. cooked the temperature perfectly. Yeah, it was cooked like, fine, but the there inside was, of the steak was right was, where it was supposed and, to be. And we like having this like kind of a kind of a, a, a well you done like. crust you like on there um, I don't <laughs> and uh, but this was just too much it, it was burnt the steaks were burnt on the outside I mean uh, other than that no the flavor like I said the temperature of the steaks they were a perfect medium well yeah it was it was and, and even and Mark's the steak fillet, tasted yeah. good it was it did it was just it just had too much char on it right okay all right I got it but I, um but Sorry. the sides were were. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I talked about, about that. Oh, they. So we got the um, the cream corn. The cream corn, which which Scott ended up mocking. Yeah, Scott was like, "Where are you getting corn? And it's cream. Like, who gets?" And then Scott tried the corn, and he's like, "I don't like corn, but this is really good." He was so, like, "This yeah. might be the best thing I ate here tonight." <laughs> <laughs> the corn, the cream corn was really good. They have on the menu um, Joel Robichon whipped potatoes. Oh. Which, Ooh. if you've ever eaten at Joel Robichon's, their potatoes are basically half potato, half butter. Um, mm. This was a wonderful tribute to that. The mashed potatoes were fantastic. And then, and I then had you got the poutine tater tots, right? Which is basically, you know, tater tots with melted cheese and gravy right. on them. It was one of those things that I was too excited for and torched my, <laughs> my tongue before, <laughs> before I got to fully enjoy it. But. So, no, the, the food was good. And I actually did get uh, the steak tartare as an appetizer because, you know, you can't have too much meat in a meal. And it was no. really good. Uh, Scott actually tried it, which I was amazed. Yeah. Uh, he didn't have more than a bite, but that's fine. But it came out with this cute little bread, like, set up in this. I, I had some pictures on Facebook that I need to, like, pull off and put someplace else. But it, 
overall, the meal was really good. The food was delicious. Like I said, the, the only downside for us was that the steaks had too much of a burnt char on the outside. And so did the creme brulee. So the same thing, the sugar on top of it was was really burnt charred, not right. just crusty oh, charred. Um, but the the creme underneath it was delicious. Okay. So. Wonderful. And it wasn't, for three of us, we walked out at less than $100 a person. Which is. Oh, that is outstanding. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, With each of us getting a side. Yeah. Well, I should yeah. say $100 per person before tip. Well, yeah, sure, sure. So, Wait, but, but that yeah. still includes your booze and your and your dessert it did. sides exactly. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's, that's that's part of the reason why I really enjoy doing high end eateries uh, downtown, and and uh, up until Barry's open, in my opinion, unless you went to uh, um, Golden Nugget, Andiamo's was your only real nice high end uh, steak house, but. I've always found Andiamo's to be in a, an incredibly appropriately priced yes. place. It, they don't gouge yep. you like right. you do on the strip. The same meal that you guys got at, at Barry's would probably have been, you know, one and a half or two times what you paid at, you know, at Barry's, which probably. is, right. I, again, just kudos to why I'm such a big fan of downtown. That's going to do it for episode number 346. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of our stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on. That's over at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at... 360 Vegas Tony. Karen. I am at 360 Vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so till next time.